Now she is, Captain. Isn't she a beauty? Yes, she is, Mr. Scott. Is she ready to go? Aisa. She's ready to go to the stars. This is the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. It's mission to seek out new ideas, find new games, and to boldly bring the awesome to your game. Mr. Scott, Warp 9. I Captain. And now, our host. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. Welcome to the TriTac Games Podcast. Your podcast of finding yourself on a strange, unknown world and realizing that everybody who actually knows what's going on are all less than three foot tall. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I'm I'm four foot I'm four foot something. Yes. Not and, yes. <laughs> oh Hello, folks. Welcome to the TriTech Games Podcast. This week we are continuing uh, and hopefully finishing up uh, our adventure in Pokey World. This is a actual play adventure uh, where we are all the hosts are playing characters, and uh, Josie, our uh, um, uh, our other host, our newest host, uh, is our GM in the fantastic world of of uh, the Pokey characters. In the near future, mankind will discover something that will change him forever. An ancient portal system to millions of worlds. Built by a civilization of advanced alien beings, now lost to the ravages of an interdimensional war, he will venture forth into the fringes of space and time to find alternate Earths and alien worlds, where he will find the wondrous bounty of knowledge as to who he was and what he might become. He will also find danger at every turn as he encounters hostile societies, alien beings, and the insidious Miller. Fringeworthy, the tabletop game of interdimensional adventure is now available for a D20 system and coming soon to Savage Worlds. Action and adventure await you as you explore through the interdimensional fringes of space to an infinite number of new worlds. Your characters will face danger and excitement around every corner. Sail with Blackbeard on the Seven Seas. Journey to a steampunk Victorian age. Fight the Soviets in an 80s America that lost the Cold War. Travel to an alternate future and witness a supernova from the bridge of a starship, and then battle it out with blasters and plasma swords. Use any D20 setting you already own, or invent your own. Check out the French Woody Podcast at tritaxsystems.podbean.com to find out more. Whether you've never heard of Fringeworthy or have been playing it for the past 25 years, the Fringeworthy Podcast will entertain and inform you of all the cool stuff you can do with the most all-encompassing setting ever written. Every week, we'll take you on a tour of the fringes of space and give you tips on how to game in this fantastic multiverse. We discuss adventure ideas for the game masters and how to keep your team of characters alive for the players. Go to tritaxsystems.podbean.com and take a listen. You can also find us on iTunes under keyword Fringeworthy. A million million worlds await you. Music by Ernster, available on iTunes. Uh, let's see, round four. 
The Croconaw and, yeah, Jer uh, Harry's the only one left, so yeah, Harry's going to get attacked. Yeah, it's yeah. Right yeah now. so. Just trying to get rid of the immediate threat. Yeah, by claw claw. All three hit. All three hit. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yikes. So that's four all together. So, yeah, I'm down to 11 now. The two claws. And Professor H's guts litter the sand. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Ow. I had 15 hit points. I'm down to three. Guess what I'll be doing along with you guys? I believe Lanier and Babylon 5 called it performing the getting the hell out of here maneuver, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Feats don't fail me now. Yeah. Uh, of course. Magnemite. Oh, finally. Just... Oh, I finally rolled a non-natural 20, so that's 1d6 electric. Oh, wait, it has a vulnerability to yes. electricity last we checked. It takes three points of damage. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, right now you're getting carried by Pastor Gill. Geodude is still there. Are you calling him back, or...? I'm yelling him, run, run! <laughs> roll, roll! You okay, might just yeah, Geodude... Lights out of there. Yeah. Basically, he roll, rolls into a ball and ro just goes. Yeah. Or just. And yeah, yeah Harry. Um, yeah, Harry's getting out of there too, but there's an attack of opportunity. The bite again. Right. Bye, bye, Harry. <laughs> Chomp. Yeah. Harry drops. <laughs> He tries to run away, bite on the leg, and just Harry hits the sand like a marionette with his strings cut. Yep. So, yeah, Pastor Gill, it's your turn. You can put me down, Pastor. As a free action, I will put down, and I will tell him, you know, get out into the water. I don't. Does this thing swim? It swims. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, and I will, uh, or climb a tree or something, uh, and I will turn around and I will fire my gun at him. Okay. We'll strike. That is a tw uh, well, of course, it's a twelve, which is not a, uh, and he is a fourteen, right? Yeah. Yeah. It manages to pink off a little bit of rock from the remainder of the rock formation near it, and. I will move uh, 30 feet to my right away from the kid. That would put you in the jungle. Well, I, okay, my point is I'm trying to draw attention to myself and away from Jeremy. 20 feet will put you at the tree line. Okay, fine, tree line. Yeah. All right, and well, we got to check movement rates here. I'm yelling at him. I'm trying to get his attention. I'm trying to get him to move away from the dock. As you're there running toward the tree line, Pastor Gill, all of a sudden you see Pidgey just like a bat out of you-know-what just flying up, and it's about 30 feet in the air, and it's about 10 feet from the Croconaw. Just Pidgey! Yeah. 
because it's gotten a bird's eye view, pardon the pun, of the situation sees his trainer is just ripped to heck and gone. Jeremy, perception check. Again, straight roll or plus oh, one. Got a fifteen. You see Bulbasaur coming as well. Just as best he can. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, it did a full run. But it's their next round. They'll all mm -hmm. act on we'll just say that they all act on Jeremy's initiative just for Yeah. Yeah. So it's for you to say because she, he is more used to the. Yeah, we're at round five now. Now, Crokinaw, it just realized it just got shot at and sees Gil. I would think. Yeah, it got hit from a different direction. It did get hit. I mean, it, it, it hit the rock outcropping like above it. It, it got. Something came from a different and, direction. And, and Gil said, he's like, hey, all right. Yeah. Trying to be a distraction. So yeah, what guess. would the Croconaw do? Hmm. So the Croconaw would be there. Okay. Gil is there about, about 25 feet away, just inside the tree line. Look, the Croconaw looks over, sees you. Waving, flailing and flailing, waving like my, my, that, waving like your nuts, and it's a calling him a handbag. Oh! <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. oh wow! Wow! Okay, that was not something I wanted you to second, think of. But you okay. second-rate piece of luggage, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, Croconaw. It's a high-speed water blast statue. Yep. So. so basically it's a variation yeah. of a magic missile or something like that or whatever it is. Yeah, well, it's it's 1d6. Well, it'd probably be bludgeoning damage because it's like getting hit with a fire hose. Yeah, it definitely would be bludgeoning damage. Unless it's piercing. There's only one. You only get the two choices, piercing or bludgeoning. I would not want to know. Well, I've seen water burrow a hole in a quarter. I wouldn't want it to hit me that fast if that's the case. Hey, yeah, you know, this is Pokey World, you know, I don't make the rules. You're now drenched, Gil. <laughs> Much cooler now. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Stop crying. Come over here and get some. So I guess it's Magnemite misses with the blast again. Oh. Uh Jeremy, you now have well Two Pokemon there. Yeah, Bulbasaur still would be moving, so let me get that. Well, I may just yell, Geodude, grab Professor H. Pidgey, whirlwind. Yeah, Bulbasaur is now pretty much directly below. Oh, I have Pidgey. some special... I have something. Oh, he is. Oh, Bubble Star is there too. Uh, uh, you're thinking of, you know, I really need to help you. You've got it mixed up. You would, or what are you trying no, to get? No, I've got wind blast. No, the wind blast. Yeah, no. What is he? To no, whirlwind. What are you that's trying to that's. Get Pidgey to do. Pidgey does whirlwind. 
Yes, he also does. Are you trying to get it away, or are you trying to hurt it? He's just trying to basically toss him out of the area. So I'm basically using... Because I'm looking at the uh, description in the Pokédex. And it says, Target is blown away to be replaced by another Pokémon. In the wild, the battle ends. So basically... That's what the entry says, yes. Yeah. It's trying to figure out what you wanted to do because of how we correlated it to the spells and whatnot. We mimic certain spells because that's the nature of this world. Yeah. Yeah. So. It'd be basically the wind wall spell at caster level three. Uh, two feet thick, considerable strength, roaring blast sufficient to blow away any bird smaller than an eagle or tear papers and similar materials from unsuspecting hands. Tiny and small flying creatures cannot pass through the barrier. Loose materials and clothing garments fly upward when caught in a wind wall. Arrows and bolts deflect and upward miss. Any other no-range weapon passing the wall, 30% mischance. So, basically, I'm surrounding him with a wall of wind from the sounds of it. Yeah. Okay, so, let's see. And a croconaw that is small. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a flying creature, can't pass through. Yeah, it's just basically whipping up sand and everything. Uh, yeah, so at the most, it's going to have... It's not going to be able to see anything. So yeah, the Pidgey, the Pidgey just starts flapping and just there's a sl- like cyclone of sand probably all around it. Okay. And Bulbasaur, now can Bulbasaur act at this point? or Bulbasaur can fire, can do an attack action. Yes, it did the move action. It's directly under Pidgey now. Bulbasaur, Razor Leaf. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, here we go. That's, you have... That's to roll to, to roll to strike for that, plus three. Oh me? Or no no no. We're we're rolling for the Pokemon here. Okay, all right. Nine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, the wind's blocking. Yeah. And I did yell Geodude to go back and grab Professor H. Okay. <laughs> now Geodude. He's gonna drag you. Yeah, I I need to get to the. <laughs> The page here for lifting capacity and whatnot. Small nine. Yeah, basically Geodude is dragging Yeah. Harry away. Yeah. He's dragging toward me. I'm I'm his trainer, so yeah, he's dragging toward me. At least it's sand. It's not like you're being dragged across cactus or rocks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Gil, your turn again. You just got drenched with a water blast, and it didn't do anything. All right, natural 20. Woo! Sir. Uh, that is a, uh, uh, that is a 16. Oh! Ouch. And I take it you shot at it? Yes. That serve would be... 46. Ooh, and he's and he's blinded. He's technically he's blinded. Well, yeah, it hit anyways. That just... Okay. And he rolls a four. Hush. 16 points of damage. Whew. Okay. 
Oh, there's going to be a massive damage threshold save here. Yay. DC 15 fort save is the rule. It made it, but oh no. That bullet hit center mass, and it just has this... Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. you got to take into account... Um, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Hold it. It didn't need to make the fort save, but no, still. Even through its armor, the natural reptilian armor. Sir, you have its attention. I wouldn't say you have a new friend, but he has... You have his attention. Right. Yeah. Round stuck, six. Now he is stuck in that wind, that whirlwind. How do I don't know how long that lasts. Uh, let me look duration on wind wall. Yeah. Yeah, it could walk through. Problem is, it's pretty much blinded, so it's going to probably walk into a random direction. Roll a d eight. Usually Yeah. All right, because it's flailing around. It, it is. It's not sure where it goes. Right. Eight. It would walk in the direct opposite direction and end up tripping over the rubble that <laughs> buried its three brethren. It, it got handed. It tries charging in that direction. It just it falls. Yeah. It, it walked in the opposite direction, just tumbled over, just tumbled tumbled over the, rocks. the rocks. Yeah. So after that, it gets up. That's its action. All right. And now, next. Oh, Magnemite. Not one on the electrical blast. This Magnemite is not having a good evening. It's a young one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not having a good day. No, folks, at this point, this if this were like my Friday night, this is where I would start drinking. Just saying. Uh, of course, we do not condone the underage consumption of alcohol, but I'm 47 years old, so, you know. I'm 24. Wait a second. Are you saying that all all alcohol that you consume must be at least 21 years of age? That would be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> Have you ever priced a 21-year-old? Twi- a Whatever else could you mean by underage drinking? Have you ever priced a 21-year-old? 21-year-old bottle of scotch. <laughs> oh, no. Remember at Rich's wedding, Will, Bill Waldrop brought that, uh, was it, the 12-year-old Glenn Levitt? Yeah. Oh, that burned. Oh. Mm. I think you people call it smooth. No, it burned. <laughs> anyway, what happened with the mag- with magne- magnetite? Magnemite just basically shot another electrical blast, and by this time, magnemite. Just not happy. Yeah, you're getting the distinctly... Mm-hmm. Distinctly, di- yeah. Tone. yeah. Jeremy, you're still well bleeding on the beach, but at least you're commanding your mm-hmm. your Pokemon, and they seem to be keeping this Croconod Bay along with Gil putting a bullet nicely into it. Yeah, first I'll yell out, Bulbasaur, poison powder. Okay. <laughs> the user scatters a cloud of poisonous dust on the target. Yes. It, it may poison the target. Yeah, let me get to the poison page here. In No, I've got it written down. 558, I believe. Yes. I, I, I conform it to the Pathfinder rule and said, okay, what would this do? All right. 
the Croconaw would have to roll a fort save. Because it is an inhaled point. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. No, the wind wall is still going. But he walked out of it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Noted. Fine. All right. Fort save. Nat 19, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's coughing well. a little, but other than that... It could. I mean, it, it, it fell under possible. You know, if it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bulbasaur, Pidgey. What do you want Pidgey to do? And this point, Pidgey... Well, he's he's fell down, so he's, he's, so he's like, he's got his back to Pidgey. Um, yeah. Quick attack. It lunges the attack, attack at a speed that makes it almost invisible. It is sure to strike first, is what it says in the description. So. Now keep in mind the descriptions you are spouting off are the in game descriptions. Yeah, I know. Basically, it gives me idea. I, I, it gives me idea what they can. It's a little better because this is what your character would know right, to tell right. to do. Yeah. All right, so basically, Pidgey just does. It'd be another, oh, wait a minute. It does have improved bull rush. Basically, it's just going <laughs> to crash into it. Let me get that beat. Yeah, get around the wall and just into it. Yeah, basically, we're just going to do that. It does a bull rush, and it's going to plow into the... It's a plus two to him, so that's 16. That hits. Well, no, we're di bull rush. It's combat maneuver. It's got CMB. it's got a minus three to CMB, so that's 11, 13. The Croconaw. Yeah. yeah, it has a fifteen. The Pidgey just sort of bounces off him. Basically, it leaves scratch marks on his hide, and that's yeah, that's about, about it. it. Yep. Cosmetic damage at best. Yeah. And Geo dudes doing what Geo dudes doing. Still dragon. dragging Harry along, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Geo dude. Um, Geo dude. Yeah. Harry is now behind you. He's out cold. You, I mean, he's he's really just not doing well. Well, I am a vet. You have heal. I mean, you can just you could do a heal. Well, let me check what a heal check would be for because this would be in modern adventures real quick. Let me take a look. This is a full round action. You cannot do that. Not this round. Well, no, you're you need to heal yourself before you can do a full round action. Remember, you can only do move actions right now because you're at zero hit points. So basically, I ain't going to be doing anything until such a point in time that we the the combat's over. <laughs> yeah, at at best, you can call your Pidgey back over to protect you if need be. Yeah. Yeah, you're just basically calling out moves and formations to your trained Pokemon. But uh, you do give me a heal check, though. Oh. Just as a courtesy, look up. Oh, uh, that's based on my heal check. Um, 26. Harry is stable. Ah. I just made my stabilization check and did a nat 20 on that. So I am, my character is stable. Unconscious. At that yeah. point, at that point, I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> no offense. Did you say something? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, 
Pastor Gill, your turn again. All right. Well, I'll. I guess I'll uh, roll some more bullets at him. Says he's not moving toward me yet. Yeah. Well, because it went through the wind wall and it, it stumbled backward and then Pidgey bounced off him. So it's still kind of like sort of semi-standing on the rubble that buried the totodile. Okay. That's a seventeen. Okay. That hit. That hit. Roll damage, 2d6. Twelve. Oh, max damage then. Yep. Ouch. And it is now disabled and stumbling. Zero hit points. Yay. Um... Let me check something here for... Sounds like time to make a uh, morale check. Because, John, this thing is at zero hit points. Uh, Well, I do have an empty Pokeball, but it's... Yeah, that's what I... It's it's Geodude's Pokeball, though. You you have a bunch of extra ones. You have a bunch of extra empty Pokeballs. And you also have that Master Ball that you asked Professor Rowan to get for Yeah, that's probably still back at camp, though. But, okay, I think I have a spare ball. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Spare on him. Oh, yeah, you would, uh, yeah. Every Pokemon trainer does. Yeah, the Master Ball is for when we find something really special. And we haven't, yeah. we're just, we're, that's that, we haven't done that yet. This is just a, yeah. So, yeah, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> I might just w- wobbly stand up and just sort of with Geodude next to me, walking along with me, walk over there and pull out the ball and go, I claim you. Woof. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, 25 plus 5 feet for two caster levels. You could throw and hit it and it'll just bounce. It'll get absorbed right in. I think that's how it works. Yep. If you throw a Pokeball so at... Well, that's still an attack action. Yeah, we're going to have to... Range attack. Yeah, it'd be a range attack. You wouldn't be able to do it. But no, Pastor Gill, you, that last shot, dropped it to zero hit points. By this point, it's there on its hands and knees and just... That's why I'm walking... That's why I'm walking over there. Just, you know, know, very slowly, Pokeball in hand. If he comes toward me, I'm going to whack him with it. Well, you get there, and it looks, no, the, I would say the Croconaw's looking at him like, just, just like, really? I'm kind of reminded of Austin Powers after he was getting beat up by Mini-Me. No more, no more! <laughs> no, I'll take like, care of you. Don't worry, don't worry, little guy. And... Okay, I think we can say for this, combat is done. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm going to check on the Totodiles, because I probably, are they, how are they doing? Uh, one is half buried. The other two are buried. The one that's half buried is he at less than zero or? Oh no, yeah, he's they're, out too. Well, no, one is the two of them. Half buried one yeah. is definitely unconscious. Yeah. Well, this shows you my my kind side. I start digging them out. Um, like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very slow dig because of the fact that you're at zero hit points. You are basically, and you get a look. Give me a heal check, I would say. Yeah. To yeah. determine state. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, um, 25. 
okay, the way I have it here, Josie, is one of the two buried is dead. The other one is near death but stable, and the one that is half buried is he's unconscious but also stable. But also stable, yes. One of them did die. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of, you know, I sort of, you know, lay him back down on the ground, pat him, and then cover him up. Yeah. And then the, the other two, I look at him, two turtles. Look at my bag. You would have enough Pokeballs. Yeah. I would say you had about ten or so extra yeah. Pokeballs. Yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> okay, so you have a crocodile and two turtles. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Gotta get them all. Not, not a bad haul for somebody who's basically trying to hold their innards in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, two you're, hey, you're luck- hey, hey, John, you're lucky. Your character's conscious. You can hold your innards in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'll, I'll go back over there. I think Father Gill's now probably with your, with, with, with you. And I'm yeah. Going, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm over there tr- checking out the professor, making sure that he's okay. Uh, he's unconscious. He, yeah, I know he's unconscious. I want to see. I want to make sure he's not dying. Uh, give me a heel check on that, Bruce. You're, right. For you, it's a straight roll, straight d twenty roll. Okay. That is a nineteen. Uh, okay. Yeah, he is unconscious. He is stable. Uh, Geodude is just sort of there, kind of hand on it, and he looks up to you. Geodude. Yeah. yeah. I would think he would be a little bit more concerned in his Geodude-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Geodude. No, it's more like, Geodude. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a kind of concerned... <laughs> Hear, hearing this, now, yeah, I'm reminded of basketball. Geodude. And I'm like, it's okay, Geodude. He'll be okay. He's just unconscious. Geodude? Uh, are you going to attempt first aid, Pastor Gill? I mean, it would be another straight roll for you. Well, first of all, I'll look over at Jeremy, and, and he seems to be a little busy trying to stuff cro- uh, crocodiles into his pokeballs right now. Well, I, w- I would think, yeah, this is all happening simultaneously. Yeah, it, It's just that I don't have a, a particular skill in this, and he's supposed to have it. So I think that I would prefer to assist him in his role. Oh, okay. yes. So after I get my two outcome walking over, I'll, he'll land the ground. Physician, heal thyself. I pull out my med kit. My little, I have a little, little I, I'm, a, I'm, a med, I'm a medic. I have a little kit. Yeah. And I, I'm going to patch myself up first. Okay. DC. Well, let's see. You taking 10. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, I'll take 10. So you I'm get... Uh, well, no, he would get 1d4 plus 1 back, so Josie, roll that. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, since he's obviously not, you know, he's putting his own personal needs in front in, in front of someone who's obviously severely injured, I'm going to attempt it myself. Well, you have to consider he can hardly... I'm ba- I, I, I've been clawed and bitten and have amazed basically I, I before I can do anything I really have to heal myself yeah he's really standing up to this. okay so, uh, and John you get five hit points back so you are well back up to five alright I look at Pastor Gilster. I no I, I, I couldn't see straight Pastor I wouldn't want to trust myself until I got myself taken care of first 
look, there's no point. You're not having this conversation with me. Okay. I mean, you started doing what you were doing and I turned and said, well, obviously someone needs to help this man. and It's not going to be Jeremy. So I will attempt to do so. Give me another. Okay. Another heel check, Bruce. Okay. Natural 20. Yay. All right. Josie, another D4 plus one, please. This is to determine what. Okay. And he's up to negative two. So he's unconscious. He's stable. He is bandaged. (laughs) Man, this is how bad this guy was. Yeah. Uh, And basically further heel rolls won't help at this point. Am I correct? Pastor Gill cannot do this for another day, but Jeremy could do an application of healing. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, I can just take 10 on it. Yes, so another D4 plus one, please. Yeah, it, it's in the modern adventure rule. Yeah, he's at one hit point. Yeah, he's conscious. So, so Harry just goes, <laughs> Ow! You best, you know. Okay, uh, I got. But I, we're, when we get back to camp, I'm gonna redo those stitches because they're, you know, that's just this is a field dressing right now. Yeah, thank you. Please <laughs> no, tell that, 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 please tell me that you have filled pokeballs of what's left of all those. Shake the bag. Yep. Father Gill. Father Gill did a good job. Of, uh, Pastor Gill did a good job patching you up. Yeah. Thank you both. <sighs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I sit back. <sighs> he says, "I've had some experience stitching up, you know, a few things in the ring, so I'm not entirely inexperienced." Oh no, no! Harry looks and goes, "Padre, thank you, both, thank you." Yep. yep. Oh, that just ow! No. We're no, I'm not going up against a crocodile again. I need to develop a flame rifle or something because I was ill equipped. I look over at Pastor Gill. You know, we're not much in the right now, pretty good for walking back. Uh, don't we have a radio? Can we call Skylo over here to pick us up or something? Well, I mean, it's, it's a walk, it's maybe a couple hundred feet at the most. Yeah, we're not that far away from where we were. We're, we're gonna be limping back, but we can make it back. I can pick these guys up individually and carry them back to the base camp. I've only taken seven points of damage, and it's all cold damage, so I don't think you guys can help me anyways. Yeah. Well, no, wait a second. I am, I'm a healer. Well, why don't, we, why don't we get you guys back to camp first? You know, get the important things done first. Get you back to camp, you know, get you guys, you know, some, some food into you. You know, and then you can take, you know, as long as it's within like an hour, I believe that, uh, I don't know if they use the, D2, the D20 modern rule that it has to be done within an hour. What? The, the golden hour? The golden hour. Is, is that is that in D20 that you have to uh, uh, do the healing within a certain period of time? Jeremy, how many heal checks did you do? Did you do one for yourself and one for Harry? Yep. Plus one point to each. You since you made them by five, you get to add your wisdom mod. So you oh. are now up to six, and I'm up to two. Okay. Oh. Yeah, you hey. get one extra. Yeah, if you make the heal check by five or more, you add your wisdom modifier to that one d four plus one. Since you have a plus one wisdom mod, your my character got plus one hit point each. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, we we I would say flipping back to the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put I put Pidgey on high guard and with Bulbasaur and uh, Geodude flanking Magnemite, us. Magnemite, yeah, Magnemite's there as well, yeah. And we're probably leaning at each other. Oh yeah, it's all just yeah. <laughs> it, it's like two hundred feet back to the. Yeah. This is what I say. We have radios, right? Yeah. 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 Maybe some should let Skyla know we're coming back and uh, maybe, you know, get some gear out so we can, you know, re- uh, rest up some more. So, uh, halfway back, Skyla comes walking up. Considering that the sucker attacks with claws, we probably both got bandages across our, our abdomen. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Harry and Jeremy look. You know, like they're auditioning for a new mummy movie. I mean, we're just. <laughs> Harry's like. Kinda. <laughs> I got the po- I got the pokies, but um, I'm not going to do anything right now. I no no position or anything to do with these guys right now. Though they'll be okay. Um, Pastor Gill, sit down there. I pull out my kit. We go to see if we can help you a bit. So I mean, yeah, I'm going to do a. Um, uh, no, he's, he's he's basically got like freezer burn. Am I correct? Yeah, he's or, got cold damage. So this would be like applying salves and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. This would be after we're we're back in the base back. camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skylar lets out all three of three of her active team to fly around. <laughs> Oh, that's right. She has all. She has a full team of six. She lets three of them out to. Okay, so they're doing air guard as well. So I guess I do an air take 10. Okay, so that would be roll 1d4 plus 2, Josie, for healing up Pastor Gill. All right. Uh, Pastor Gill gets another four back. He's up to 23 out of 26. So yeah. We're. Better. <laughs> I certainly back. Those cold attacks are gonna, you know, when you get if you go someplace cold, there they'll twinge a bit. Sorry. Uh, hey, don't worry about it, Jeremy. I, I, I'm taking a lot worse in the ring. It's no big deal. Besides which, says I'm a man of God. Everything that is done in His name is for the good. Yeah, and sit back. Harry motions. Hand, hand over that first aid kit, boy. I, I need to work. <laughs> I, I, I hand you the first aid kit. Actually, if we were, if we're back at if we we're back at base, we probably got the cra- We got the bigger kit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You you should be somewhat impressed by the large collection of scars on my body. <laughs> I've got a lot of you know minor, but quite a few of them. So you fought with knives in the ring, father. Uh, no, those are actually from gloves. Gloves, uh, the uh, are they, they have sharp, they, they have uh, edges on them that if you get hit hard enough, it'll tear the flesh. Oh, and even yeah. Harry's looking, going, "Jeez, man, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I've gotten myself a little bit bandaged up and a little better." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Oh no, this, this, I'm gonna feel this in the morning." <laughs> just, just letting you know. 
Yeah, if you're if you're up against an unscrupulous opponent and he puts his thumb out, you can like pop an eyeball right out of the socket. Okay, and and Harry looks, and we're done here. <laughs> Jeremy's probably loving this story. He's a twelve-year-old boy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, 50, well, 50 year old. Fifteen loves it anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I suggest we probably um, rest up. It was me, me and Professor H. Um, I look over there. I have to ask you, sir, or one of you, who's the oldest here? Pastor Gale? I, I would say the professor. Uh, Harry. I think the professor is older. By four yeah. years. You got me 26. But I pointed the, the row of pills. I said, you have to, you have, you're the only one who can actually distribute those, sir. They're the ones that, you know, labeled painkillers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, we saw something out there, Skyla. We saw this rainbow ring. It might be, it might have been a ho 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 out there. I'm not sure what. A what? A ho A ho ho? Ho ho. The rainbow. The legendary bird of Johto? Yes. You know, we, we've already had this discussion about that kind of talk. Wait a minute. No, no, it, it, it's the rainbow Pokemon, it's a legend. Oh, that ho ho. Okay. Ho ho. Ho ho. Ho Yeah. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Okay. I sort of wink back. Okay. Um. <laughs> Obviously confused. He is. All right. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. He, he's not getting it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's... Oh, wow. Oh, there he is. Oh. It only has one form. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hope, I hope the one ball, I got a crocodile, an evolved crocodile in this thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. Can you control it? Yeah, that's, it- why st- that's why it's staying in the, in the pokeball for now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, come on, you know, it, 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 you didn't defeat him, okay? I I defeated him, you collected him. Yeah, yeah. I might just wait until he heals a bit and then release him back in the wild. Or you could wait a while and uh, and maybe get yourself a little bit more skilled and then be up for it, you know, when, it, when it's, you're just facing it by yourself, might be a little, you know. Or maybe send some of your Pokemon against him to, to, to soften him up a little bit. Isn't that what's supposed to happen? Training is involved and difficult sometimes. You got to break him. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Like a horse, right? Or whatever passes for one in this world? I would say so. Ponyta, yeah. Do they do they actually have beasts of burden in this world? Oh no, there are there are animals as well as Pokemon on the world. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, just wasn't sure. Yeah. In, in in comparison, Pokemon are a lot more common than their yeah. normal animal counterparts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you would see, you'd be more likely to see a Ponyta than a a normal horse. Yeah, of course. It isn't a session of try check without a pun coming up sometimes or every so often. 
All right. So yeah, it'll be under my uh, special ability of uh, control Pokemon. So that I have to, because basically I'm at my max already. So trying to control yeah. you more right now is out of it. I have to go up a level before I even try to tr- control the uh, crocodile. Well, but the point here is that this crocodile is probably the toughest monster in the immediate area, and we now have it under control. So that gives us a a certain amount of leeway, a little bit of safety margin for our explorations, especially when we want to go look at that strange energy field, you know, that we don't have to worry about things jumping us because we basically kick the butt of the strongest Pokemon around. At least that's what I'm hoping. If there is a hole out here, it may explain where it tends to, where it goes when it disappears from Johto. Hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes, that sounds, that's, uh, that makes really, really good sense, Skyla. <laughs> that's my, my thing, though. It's like, this thing, it's like, we saw it. Would it be something, it just, are we just saying, oh, it's rainbow, so it's this? Or is it a known phenomena of this whole? Uh, well, it's said to form behind it when it flies. Yeah. Yeah, but this is a rainbow. It's it's a it's an assumption made that it may be related to. It may be related, but it's not a direct thing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a legend, it is a legendary creature. So yeah, we're, we're, we're some and some legendary Pokemon are known to dwell in other places. This may lead, mm. for all yeah. we know, this may lead to Hollow's true home. Yeah, so which yeah. would be another dimension, somewhere else on Possibly. the planet. What? Possible. And, so you're what saying that they may so so you're right. saying that thing may be some type of interdimensional portal. Yes, there was things of that nature have appeared before. Really, I haven't heard anything about this sort of thing. Harry still looks and he goes, "Still, if this is an, a portal to another plane of existence, now." I have some knowledge of physics. I, you know, I've got like, yeah, I rolled like a 19 for knowledge physical sciences. So, I mean, that gives some leeway as far as something about physics and possibly, you know, Degrassi Tyson level cosmological stuff. If this is like a portal to another plane of existence, we don't know the physical laws there. We don't know what type of, if, if, the very environment may be anathema to us. In other words, we could walk through and there could be no uh, air. There could be no yeah. gravity. Yeah, we need to be careful about it. However, this is still a fabulous scientific discovery. If this is what you say, a portal, then there should be some way of collecting information from the other side. Hmm. Hmm. Let me get my, because I have a scanner, and I need to see if that would help at all. I need to look up something now. Yeah, of course, and Jeremy takes his pain pill, and he goes, oh. <laughs> oh, no, we are all right now from another world of hurt. He has to eat if he's going to take a pain pill. Yeah. Yeah. 
the we, rations would have been broken out by now, I would think. Yeah, yeah, we we're eating yeah, wherever we're eating. Um, well, there's two reasons for that. One is so he doesn't get an upset stomach from me taking a pain pill, because those usually do cause upset stomachs. And secondly is, is that he needs something to buffer the, the actual pain pill so he doesn't hit him like a, like a, a rock. Yeah, so being quasi being in a quasi Japanese uh, uh, culture, I wonder. I'm, I'm wondering if it was a bucket of pot of pot noodles we're cracking open and cooking. Um, <laughs> that would be for him. That would be knowledge local. Bruce, knowledge local. You have a plus four on it, so okay. All right, uh, that is a 19. Yay. I'm not quite sure why I know that. Looking <laughs> back on what Skylar mentioned about things of an interdimensional nature happening before, you do remember the incident involving Team Galactic, which was in the Sinnoh region, that a portal to the distortion world was ripped open at the top of Mount Coronet and threatened to destroy the region, if not the world. Uh, okay, now you're making me afraid to mess with it. Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> do I remember why the thing was about to destroy the world? Was it like, you know, was it because they didn't close it? Was it just because it was there? Did they poke it with a stick? It was violently ripped open by Giratina, who does not normally appear in this world. And because it was so angry, it didn't close it behind it. They had to go in and calm Giratina Mm. for the portal to actually be closed. Okay, so it sounds like this, this portal was a very, you know... It wasn't really a portal. He literally ripped a hole in reality and went through to someplace else. So that doesn't—that isn't what this thing looks like. This thing looks very stable. It doesn't look the same, but you remember you—it's because Skylab mentioned that things of an interdimensional nature have happened before, like that incident. I had to look that up. Sorry about that. Oh. Team Galactic. Yeah, I rolled a 18 on history, so would that have gained me the same information, considering I'm not from that area? You're not from that area, but... I think it would have probably made world news. It was a very big problem. Yeah. The Sinnoh champion got involved, so yeah. Okay. Wait. I have knowledge planes. Oh! Oh! There you go. And, uh, 17. That would, yes. Planes would be the mystical equivalent of transdimensional physics. Which would apply here. Yep. Yeah. So I think if, due to Bruce's local, my history, and John's planes, we've all heard of this incident. 
in one form or another. In one form or another. You Bruce know because about... he's a local, John because he's a Pokemon master, me because of my scientific background. Yeah. In one form or another, you all know about that incident. And that's just, okay. But yeah, Harry looks and he goes, yeah, it, the portal's stable. I mean, other than a little bit of shimmering, but it doesn't look like erratic shimmering. Mm. And we, it seems that we get within 100 feet, and that's when we pick up the portal. That's when we're able to see it. Because when we just we got to the edge of that rock outcropping, and that's when that's when we first all noticed it. Yeah, I mean, um, no one's seen a large, multi-legged creature wandering around here, have they? No, nor do I want to. After the fight we just were in. Uh, are you talking about like some kind of a jungle spider or a centipede or something? No, Giartana, he's 21 feet tall. I think that would be a little conspicuous. <laughs> is, is, it, is it native to this area? No, but that doesn't stop, doesn't stop an interdimensional being. Hey, Jeremy, time to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, and go to sleep, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, this this sounds this does sound like the ravings of somebody who is who is injured, tired, and on and on painkillers. We could ask we could ask uh, Bulbasaur to put us all to sleep. We could. They yeah. could. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows we need it after what we've been through. <laughs> I don't know. Do do we want to go in there? Go th- go check it out. Or, I mean, um... I think we should wait till tomorrow after we've had a chance to heal up. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been here very long, but it's been a rough, <laughs> a rough short period of time. Yeah, it's been a rough couple hours for us here. All right. Well, the, the wounded, the really wounded, are going to be sleeping. You know, it's going to go right out to sleep, I guess. And it'll be up to not so wounded to, to work out how to keep keep watch. I well, guess. I mean, Skyle is there, and we have this. Hmm. Her team of Pokemon guards. So, I mean, yeah, but they got rest too every so often. So yeah, yeah you know, That's I sort of look at. Only got three of them out at a time right now. Okay, so she has the full team of six. You, yep. You do notice the full delta on her. Cool. Where <laughs> was that? Yeah. 14 15 year old boys do not snore. I did. I don't think so. Oh, I did. Snore. <laughs> oh, I've, I've had to strip a room with her account in the You'd have to be pretty big for that to happen. Okay, Unfortunately, yeah, I, mean, I was. It's 12.05, so if we want to wrap this up here. Yep. Well, wait a minute. Let's see. We also. Well, didn't gain experience for last week, so we can combine, you know, storytelling elements. Storytelling elements. And the... Ooh, experience points. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, the Croconaw was a CR three, and we went up against two or three CR twos. So that's equivalent to a CR three and a CR five. That's seven hundred right there each. Ooh. And then storytelling all together. Like learning things and finding yeah, things, out. things out. 
Thousand each. Thousand each, yes. Wow. What's the break point for leveling up? Well, let me... I, I think we get... I, let me look. I, re I really don't think we've leveled up after one combat. No. No. Um, nah. I mean, my character is a third level character. Yeah, and I usually... She levels a scholar, one a fighter. Yeah, when I... When I have people start out at a level other than, you know, first level. It's in between. So it'd be, you're, yeah. you have another thousand before you'd have to level. Oh, no, so I'm looking at mine. Actually, look at, actually, look at mine. No, mine's 9,000 because I'm a Pokemaster. No, I'm using the Pokemaster and it's a thousand, it's 9,000 to for fourth level. Where are you seeing the experience point table on this? Oh, uh, where was that? Where did I let me go back to uh, Pokemon? Where did I because see that? I'm, oh, maybe I'm. I'm, just, I'm using Jake. the medium experience table from Pathfinder. I thought I it was nine. Yeah, I use the medium experience table in the Pathfinder Core Rulebook. Um, nine thousand is the next plateau to hit fourth level, and I put you at seven thousand, so you should all be at eight thousand. Oh, I thought it was at 5,000 to start with. No, ah. 5,000 is what gets you to third level. To get you to fourth level is 9,000. I put you halfway through at 7,000. You've gained 1,000 experience for the two sessions. Another so you're at 8,000. So it would another take another 1,000. Yeah, so... So that's fine, yeah. yeah. So 8, oh! Oh, no, because there, there's... Yeah, we have plans yet if we are to yep. actually continue this next time. Yeah. We'll see how well the professor is at making uh, toys to go into the go through the portal. Well, it, it's <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be a matter of resting and well, I mean, we do have like sensors and whatnot that we have. Mm -hmm. I mean, my little multi-sensor, I can at least use that to try to gain some type of reading on the portal or the area around it, to, you know, because I have like a combination, I think, a geo computer, a mineral computer, and one other. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, even then, just any sensory scans that can be done mm -hmm. yep. will will help this group out, so... Okay. Minimize that, minimize that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for now we can at least wrap this session up. Yeah. Unless, Josie, you have anything you wish to... Oh, I think we've wrapped this up nicely. Yeah. This was an example of using Pathfinder slash OGL slash D20 to show a representation of Fringeworthy added to the Pokemon world as portrayed in the episode where Pixie premiered here on the podcast. It shows that adding this particular game to this world does bring a new point, and it can it is canonically possible to do so 
if you have any questions or comments about how we portrayed this, either rules-based or setting-based, you can contact us on Fans of the TriTech Podcast. Fringeworthy RPG fans, you can contact us on the TriTechGamers.com boards. If you listen to this via iTunes, you can drop a comment via iTunes and we'll check it out. And, heck, even if the Yahoo groups are still open, John keeps a, a eagle eye on those. Oh, and, so, don't forget, yeah. and don't forget the Google Google, Google Plus. Plus yes, yes. The Google Plus groups also are a good way to contact us. Uh, Josie, she worked exceedingly hard. I applaud her diligence to the source material. I applaud her at giving me the chance to work on this with her because I basically just plugged the rules in. And I thank her for allowing me to help create this world, which I know will be used later on. Uh, she'll be using this game world with our fellow Dementia Radio DJ Perky Goth in a campaign she'll be using, and they'll be coming to this world. If so, and when that campaign gets up running, yes, but this, see, this world will make a reappearance there. Yes, but see, you've already had a dry run with us. You know how it is now, how to run a game, I as far as how... A, I know how to run a game, but... At least in that, I'll only be running this particular, particular adventure. Yeah, so it'll be like a round robin type thing. Yeah. Okay. It might be depending on who's doing what. Yes. So for all of you, as I said, the aforementioned means of contacting us. If you have anything about the Pokemon setting, or if you have anything about the OGL rules that we used, by all means, contact us. Let us know if you have other questions about how Pixie may have, oh, why did you add this and not this? John will pass it along to us, and Pixie and I will be more than glad to reply to you on that particular medium. There will be more things about the TriTac games that we offer, but until then... This is Bruce Sheffer saying... There are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. This is Blix. Don't hate the game, hate the players. This is Richard Tahoka. Wait till you see what's coming next. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at TriTech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.